Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game day Panther parlay or a long shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pregame props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but also the bonuses are insane. Crazy even. Crazy. Insane. All of those words. All those great adjectives. Sign up today with MyBookie.aj. Use our promo code. Absolute DJ and you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money. When you make your first deposit, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Insane! Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Man, without baseball, it's hard to keep track of days. Max, what's going on? It's going to be a day when I once again take out the Major League Baseball rule book. I want to read something. Definition of a win. A pitcher receives a win when he is the pitcher of record when his team takes the lead for good with a couple of rare exceptions. First, a starting pitcher must pitch at least five innings in a traditional game of nine innings or longer to qualify for the win. If he does not, the official score awards the win to the most effective relief pitcher. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-star game winning pitcher Shohei Otane with one inning pitched, which flies against the rule books of Major League Baseball. So, I, I'm accepting my win yesterday. I bet the American League with the plus 105, so I'm accepting that win. But I do not accept the win on behalf of Otani. Complete fraud. <laughs> What's going on, Panther? I don't know how they butcher that. <laughs> I mean, maybe the All-Star game has its own rules. Uh, they make it up as they go along. I don't know. But uh, I, I think on the Otani front... They've got to be somewhat disappointed. He went over two at the plate, bounced in the first round of the Derby, and in his one inning pitch did not record a strikeout. So I think with the whole festivity centered around Otani, maybe Major League Baseball walks away slightly disappointed, except for the heir apparent, Vlad Guerrero, doing his thing out there. Um, You know what's interesting? I look at the stats here. Yesterday, we talked about the pitching. I thought the pitching was an advantage to the National League. They dominated, like, as far as strikeouts. They they struck out a lot of American League batters. National League, with the ball in play, just couldn't generate any runs. So, kudos to Max and the American League. I think they won, what is this, the eighth time in a row now? Um, Yeah, so uh, World Series goes through Houston, right? (laughs) <laughs> it probably does. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we we checked that out. They got rid of that in 2016. Yeah. 2016, wow. they, they, they stopped doing that. So I'm sort of five years behind. On the five years behind. <laughs> Who knows? But so this perfect segue, uh, uh, Major League Baseball came out yesterday, said that by next season, they will roll back no more seven inning doubleheaders. Apparently going back to traditional nine inning doubleheaders. They're, they're getting rid of the extra baseman in extra innings. Thank you. Thank you. 
But they're also talking about banning the shift, Panther. Pro or con for you, banning the shift? I hate it. I hate that. No, the shift. Holy shit. We talk about me playing softball and, and horrible little, little, I suck softball. We still play the shift against guys who are predominantly pull hitters. Um, look, some of these guys just couldn't hit the opposite way if their life depended on it. The shift has been part of Major League Baseball for as long as I've been alive. They can't take this away. This is a horrible idea. Uh, I mean, yeah, they have shifted, but not to this degree since you've been alive. I mean, there was a debate even four years ago when it was going on. Is the shift effective? Does it work? Well, then hit it the other way. Right. If they're going to put a third baseman playing shortstop and three other guys on the right side of the field, learn to hit it the other way. Like, they're, they're giving you a big gaping hole. I, I, I hate this rule change. It's, it's, uh, I, I, it's part of strategy, right? So, no, I, I don't like it at all. I don't hate the shift. It doesn't bother me that much. But the baseball, I mean, there's no other sport besides from baseball where you can stand wherever you want as long as you want. Usually there are some designated areas people have to be in or they have to avoid. You know, you, I mean, you, and I, you and I were going back and forth about this last night when I sent this to you. Yeah. And, and, and my, my whole stance is that this is not the hill I'm going to die on. Right. Right. This, this is not like the one rule in baseball. This is not, like if they ban the shift, I'm not going to be all up at arms. There's there's more things that need to be addressed in baseball than the shift. However, I'm I'm aligning with Panther here, which is just always scary. <laughs> when, when, when I agree that it's part of strategy, it really is. And, mm-hmm. and to Panther's point, and I said this to you last night. You're a hitter. Don't hit into the shift. Learn how to hit the other way. <laughs> like, take that advantage. Make them not do a shift on you. So where I do agree with you, Arch, and agree with baseball to a degree is the shift has gotten a little ridiculous to where they place infielders into the outfield. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the fact is like you're going to put someone who is a, a second baseman playing short right field like i mean that's kind of silly so if you're an infielder your feet probably should stay in the dirt you should probably be in the infield as far back as you can it could be like the three-point line if you want like a toe toe in the fucking dirt i don't care but when you place a guy in the outfield that seems a little ridiculous i i just i I can't disagree more I, I think I think the fielders, there's, you got seven guys out there. The first baseman really doesn't move. So you really got six guys. I don't give a shit where you put them. You put four guys in the outfield and play with a you know a third and a second baseman. I I, I don't really care. I, the whole idea. I mean, it's, I equate that to to football, saying like so many defensive backs can't play one side of the field or whatever. Like you know you, you remember Deion Sanders? He could take away half a field. All by himself. Yeah, but I mean, I, foot, I don't. But football, the there big, are rules where you can and can't stand. Same thing, right? I mean, yeah. your your your, def, your defensive line has to be planted in a, in, <laughs> in a spot. They can move slightly left or right, but they they can't. You can't just take all your defensive linemen and send them back, right? Well, might be able to. Yeah. Uh, yeah you can yeah but i mean hell if you, you can could, you can rush nobody <laughs> i mean if you put a let's put I, I, defensive i'm just a good you're good 
I just say I'm just against it. I think that the players should. I'm, what what are they even trying to accomplish here? I think when you go to a rule change, my whole question is why? We we've been playing baseball for 125 years. Why? What what are you trying to accomplish with this? I think it's trying to mitigate the mitigate the damage that Sabermetrics is doing to the game and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I'd like to see where the where the zones are that everybody would have to stand. Because I still I assume there still will be shifting going on. But I, I, I'd like to see their map of how they they plan to do it. But it's not that important to me. Get, getting rid of the the ghost runner on during uh, extra innings. That's thank you. That's perfect. That's T ball. That's freaking T ball. That need to never lamb blast him. So, so some more some, some more interesting Major League Baseball news as well. I saw yesterday that the Angels drafted twenty pitchers in twenty rounds. <laughs> And it's not even unheard of. Of course, we talk about it all the time on the show. A team in Major League Baseball that cannot hit the fucking ball, but has great pitching. The Miami Marlins did that as well. Drafted 20, 20 pitchers in 20 innings. But Panther, is this addressing a weakness? Is this what the Angels are doing? They realize like we haven't had a good pitcher in, what, 30 years? I think it's the Cleveland Browns approach. Like They're just going to... You know, one of them's got a stick, right? The way the Browns drafted quarterbacks. I think they're drafting all this pitching. Maybe they can get a rotation put together before Trout retires, but uh, uh, couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. I think he speaks for all of us right here. He's, he's the voice of our, our fans. <laughs> I'm going to mute him while he works that out. All right. Yeah. So, so I can't, anyway, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good question. Cause we talked about that too. Okay. The angels have all these pitchers. How long is it going to take the pitchers to develop? Will Mike Trout still be able to walk by the time these guys are ready to go? Yeah. Uh, he'll still be collecting $40 million. Yeah. Well, Walk, yeah, walking be, or not yeah, walking, right. they're still going to be banging up $40 million at that point in time. You know, it could, it could just yeah, it could just be gathering assets to make a trade. Uh, maybe they maybe they take like five of these already drafted prospects. You know, I, I think prospects at this point they're not really prospects because you have no. no information on them. They're just drafted capital, draft capital. I really don't even know what to fucking call these guys. College players and one high schooler. Maybe they take five of them and just say, "Hey, hey, twins, here, pick of the litter." We just drafted 20 pitchers. You t- whatever five that you want, plus whatever's in our farm system, please, please, please give us Jose Barrios. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, man. But yeah, it's, it'll be an interesting strategy. We'll see how it plays out because the Marlins are definitely, as you pointed out, a little hit and miss. They're, they're, yeah, I mean, but the difference is, and, and this, uh, I think this is the point, is they don't have money to spend. Mm, yes. the, the Angels apparently don't care about fucking spending money uh, on getting hitters in there. And in theory, I think worst general managers that they they like in any sport is the Angels. I mean, they have all the fucking money. They've got as much money to spend as the Dodgers. Right. And they just spend it piss poorly. They like they like names more than they like talent. It seems like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They try to they try to get it all in one player. They tried it with Hamilton. They tried it with Pujols. They've dumped all this money into Trout and they, you know, that kind of money will buy you an entire infield. I don't know if I hate the play on Trout. I think you do. If you have Trout in your oh, organization, Trout's the guy. You keep no. him. You keep him. Yeah. But, but Rendon, right? It was, oh, it was, yeah. It was, you know, he has that big World Series. He gets that big, like, no one should have paid Rendon that much money. Mm-mm. No fucking way. And, and the Angel's like, ooh, shiny new toy. Mm-hmm. 
Anything else we need to hit on, Max? I got two more things real quick to touch on. Uh, Then maybe we'll take a break after that. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, we know he had that mystery knee injury. Mysterious knee injury. Oh, well. Shocker. It was a minor ACL tear. We all knew that it was the ACL. Everyone was talking about the ACL. But it's a minor ACL tear. So I don't think he's going to need the full-blown Z's recovery time. and and Yeah, he's going to need surgery. But it's going to bring up the question of, you know, whether he stays or, or leaves the Clippers, he's a free agent or, you know, can exercise an option. It seems like he'll stay another season, collect that paycheck from the Clippers. But his future in L.A. is not 100% clear. That team played better without him in the playoffs. It sure like that, be, that, that kind of became Paul George's team. All those role players kind of stepped up. And he became more of a headache than a a helper, right? So you got to wonder, uh, Panther. What do you think? Is is Kawhi Leonard going to cash that paycheck, and then is he out of LA after that? I gotta believe so. I don't. I don't know how you take the risk of having a guaranteed payday for one more year, and or decline it and hope somebody's going to pay you more than that when you maybe maybe he plays 25 percent of the season um this is a guy that hasn't played 82 games ever and now he's going into a season with an acl surgery um i personally if i owned an nba team i wouldn't touch him and and to your point uh paul george this, this has got the makings of paul george either a getting paid by the Clippers or B increasing his stock to where he gets traded out of LA and gets paid somewhere because you're right. This is going to be his team for at least the first half of 21, 22. And a couple of players that we mentioned that, that are going to be on the move, right? So Kyle Lowry's name is out there. Uh, Pacers already tried to trade uh, Brogdon, uh, Colin Sexton of, of the Cleveland Cavs. Apparently his time is done. So there's going to be a lot of players out there. So, yeah, you just have to wonder if, if the Clippers try to now just build around Paul George and and move away from Kawhi Leonard. It's it's a shame. I mean, when, when he is healthy, when he is, you know, in, in the right state of mind, Kawhi Leonard is a top five best basketball player in the league on both ends of the floor, right? He can play offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's a game changer when he is healthy and in the right state of mind. But in his career, he's might have had four of those seasons. And we saw one a couple years ago in Toronto. That was that was arguably his best season ever as a player. And he had some great ones with San Antonio. But uh, injuries and, and just mental well-being, it's, it hasn't been on Kawhi's side. So I'm with Panther. I, I don't know if – I mean, if, if you're the Knicks, you're going to sign him. You're going to give him a boatload of money, and you're going to fuck everything up that you have. All the momentum you got going in New York will just be out the fucking window by signing Kawhi Leonard. But I, I, I don't know – if the talent is worth all the risk with with Kawhi, oh, it absolutely isn't worth the risk. the The, the risk is way too big compared to the reward. Way too big. You just don't touch them. Just yeah, if you're having a young and upcoming team, don't touch them. <laughs> just keep building on what you have. God, especially with the Knicks. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> if they if they listen, if they know, if they have any fucking clue what they're doing, their franchise is Julius Randle. They better not screw that up. Yeah, even hearing like the name Julius Randle come up in, in trade talks for Damian Lillard, and I love Lillard. I think mm. he's a hell of a ball player. He's 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 a great ball player. But I do not trade Julius Randle. If you can get Lillard and pair him up with Randle, absolutely, you fucking do it. But you're not trading Julius Randle as part of a package deal and reboot your fucking franchise to bring Damian Lillard in. I wouldn't do it. You you saw so much stability. You saw so much defense. You saw so much energy 
from Randall and that team last year. You're going to add to it. You're not going to subtract from it. Oh, he, he had the makings of a Nikola Jokic. You know, when they had their really? guard issues, he was passing the ball, triple doubles. I mean, this guy is the future of New York, and it would probably be a New York thing to screw it up. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to encourage you, Knicks. Don't fuck this up. Keep Randall. <laughs> All right, I got one more topic, but you know what? We'll we'll save it for the end of the show. We'll take a little bit of a break right now and talk about D-Gen gear. Panther is on the road. He is driving his truck, but he's doing so in style. He's wearing his Moneyline Mafia hat. It's not quite a trucker's hat, but good enough. When he goes to the truck stops, people stop by and say, Moneyline Mafia, and Panther's like, yeah! And then he scares people, and then that's how he gets out of truck stops alive but you too can scare truck stops people by screaming at them wearing moneyline mafia gear by heading over to absolutedegeneracy.com go to the dgen shop and uh yeah buy some of that sweet gear in fact we still have that contest going on you review the app you review the podcast you do any of these reviews send us proof of uh, life proof of that you did these reviews and we want you into a drawing to win anything from the DGen shop. That contest runs until the end of this month. So uh, you have until the end of this month and, and we'll pick a winner then. DGen gear helps you go full DGen. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. We do have something to bet on today, thankfully. God damn. I don't know if I can do this hodgepodge much longer. (laughs) (laughs) Phoenix at Milwaukee. Got one more hodgepodge tomorrow because only one, one more major, major God baseball. damn it. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Everyone's clamoring for that one. That's for sure. Right. But today, right. today we do have game four of the NBA finals. And yes, it's in Milwaukee. <laughs> to answer all those questions from the show the other day. Yes, game four is in Milwaukee. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's the Bucks showed up in game three and, and they do have that momentum heading into today. Staying at home uh, remained a very, very tough opponent when playing at home this year and in in the playoffs e- even more so and they caught the suns on a very cold shooting night so i think the question has to be where the questions have to be can the bucks play that same defense especially in the mid-range where they kind of slowed down booker booker's been a killer for mid-range they slowed him down in game three and can the suns three-point shooting just you know not heat up i'm expecting the suns three-point percentage to be better than the 32% that they shot in game three. Bold prediction. Bold prediction there. But I do think the Bucks defense will keep them in check. So I, I'm not anticipating a 20-point blowout. <laughs> I'm anticipating this to be a much closer game, uh, knowing that the Suns are not going to shoot that fucking poorly. But I still have the Bucks winning it. And in fact, I have the Bucks covering the 4.5. Mm. But I am not going to bet the Bucks covering the 4.5. I will play the safer bet and uh, take the minus. I think I had this minus 181 earlier on the Bucks money line because I do think they get it done. I do think they win this game. And I was kind of eyeing up that under. I, I really think that the, the Bucks are going to try to try to clamp down on defense again and uh, keep this to be a little bit of a lower scoring game. Phoenix's shooting will pick up, but um, I'm thinking still thinking under that 220 so a lean on the under here and a bet on the bucks money line uh that'll be a 50 dollar bet Ooh, look at that. Oh, look at him 
breaking out the wallet today. Um, this is the show of all shows because I don't know if Max and I have ever agreed so much in one show about damn near everything we talked about. I spent all morning driving and studying at the same time, looking at the past three games. You know, game one was the one where Giannis uh, came back from being injured and there was a little crying by Milwaukee because the, the free throw discrepancy was pretty huge in that game. And Phoenix had made 25 free throws. Milwaukee made nine, uh, only out of 16 attempts. Since then, it's been a little bit more even, but Milwaukee has really outplayed Phoenix. Uh, Devin Booker's shooting woes in game three are duly noted, but the guy I'm focused on since game one to game three, whose numbers have really regressed is DeAndre Ayton. And because of that regression, points scored and rebounds, Milwaukee is thriving inside the paint. Last game, they had 54 points inside the paint. So we're not even looking at their three-point shooting. Uh, I think Giannis and Brooke Lopez and Middleton is giving them a lot of trouble inside the paint. And uh, if DeAndre Ayton can't get it figured out, I think you're looking at more trouble for the Phoenix Suns. So like I said, I am in agreement with Max again. I think Milwaukee does cover it. Uh, so 25 bucks on fuck the Bucks. All right. Got you in 20 bucks on the Bucks. It's hard to disagree. I, I do have Milwaukee winning, but man, are we talking some razor thin margins? This four and a half, I can't do it. I'm looking more at these fours that my bookie, promo code absolute DGEN has, and uh, bet 365. And that's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to throw 20 bucks on the bucks minus the four and just clench and hope that, you know, hope that they can do it because whew, it's close. It's real close. Yeah, a little-known statistic about Game 3, by the way. It was the first time a pair of brothers in the NBA Finals uh, combined for 41 points. Wow. Yeah. Panther, do you know how many points uh, Giannis had in Game 3? 41. 41. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did baby brother even touch the floor? Baby brother, he touched the floor. Yeah, yeah. he did okay. not play in Game 2, but he played in Game 3, had zero zero points. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you talked about Aiton, though, and, and it's it's – it's hard to disagree, but it sucks because in game three, he was on fi- like he was unstoppable to start game three and just kind of disappeared in that game. You know, he he like I was looking at that. It's like, man, you know, because I had that first half bet <laughs> going on in, in for Milwaukee and seeing eight and out of the gate. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. And then uh, he, he slowed down. And, and you're right. that That's when the Bucks just took advantage and they, and they ran away with that game. It's, it's going to be. A good series, I think. Uh, when it first started off, and you see Phoenix just punch them in the mouth, you're like, "Well, this is over." <laughs> That's the instant reaction. Is like Milwaukee kind of just rolled over here, but Gian- Giannis seems healthy, and that is a huge difference maker. And you know, if if Aiton can't step up and defend the paint, and Giannis is going to fucking have his way down there, this series this series might shift the other way. The momentum might just continue with Milwaukee. It's it's go- it's hard to go into Phoenix and get a win. We know that Milwaukee's not a great road team, but if there's another blowout today, if Milwaukee blows them out today, then I mean, God, I I worry about that next game in Phoenix for the Suns. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'm going to be betting Milwaukee the rest of the way. All the stats that I've seen, everything I've seen, the trends and, and the momentum 
as they're moving from game one to game three and then today. Uh, we'll see how this one plays out. But um, I, I actually think I like Milwaukee to win this series. Wow. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> That's a big change. I, I don't know. It's hard to win in Phoenix. And they've got the upper hand. Even if they lose, right, they still have – you know, they still have more games at home, so I would still be inclined to be leaning Phoenix, but it becomes Phoenix in seven. Yeah, it's it's looking like a, a seven game series it's at this point. Sm- that's what it smells like. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, NBA's done. That's good. What do we do? Do we have a second commercial? Do we just end the show? Do we talk about I, auctions? I, 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 let's talk about auctions. I just want one, one more story that I was gonna uh, that. We were running long in the opening, but I want to talk about this anyway. Read an article yesterday. I sent it to Arch. I was laughing. I was laughing about it. I am not a fan of the Paul brothers, those fucking YouTube assholes, right? Like I, I've I've trashed them on the show before. They're pieces of pieces of garbage. I don't like them. But Jake Paul gave me a chuckle yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, after Conor McGregor got knocked the fuck out earlier this year, he had a gold uh, chain made honoring the knockout it's it's a it's a gold chain of conor mcgregor knocked out <laughs> and, and he had this made and it's worth i think like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that because when you're you know got all that money i guess that's what you fucking spend your money on anyway he he gifted it to poirier and poirier is going to accept that gift and then auction it for charity uh but i think there's a con- stipulation or a condition that poirier does have to take a picture wearing the chain as well and and that has to be part of uh, of the of the deal. But I I think it's hilarious. It's trolling at at, at its best. Uh, and at this point, maybe maybe uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is on screen for the people watching at home. It's it's pretty fucking funny. Um, yeah. At this point, you know, he even said he's like, I offered Conor McGregor fifty million dollars to fight me last year. The offer's down to twenty three dollars. <laughs> I think it's a shrewd business move. I like. I hate the ball, the Paul brothers. I think they're frauds. But trolling Conor McGregor is almost a surefire way to get him in the ring. I think he's trying to set up a boxing match with McGregor, and McGregor is all about the money as well. So the dumbasses that pay for this shit will probably pay to watch this fraud of a fight. But I think that's what we're looking at is maybe a year from now or so when McGregor realizes he can't fight in the UFC anymore, he'll take on the likes of Jake Paul and they'll both probably make about $50 million off this bullshit. Not a bad move. Not a bad move. <laughs> good, good business. If you can get into it, I, I could, I could go into the ring and last as long as Ben Askren did. Against Jake Paul. <laughs> I, I, I honestly would probably put our, our physiques uh, up against Ben Askren. I think, I think all three of us are probably in better shape than Ben Askren was when heading into that fight. The dude had a pizza waiting in his hotel room. As soon as the fight was over, he did not even like, didn't even wait. He's like, I know I'm going to get knocked the fuck out in the first round. That pizza is going to be waiting for me. Didn't even have to wait for the pizza to be delivered. It was there. Brilliant. It was very brilliant. Yeah. All without uh, Marcellus Wallace, too, which is impressive. <laughs> pride fucks with you, man. Yeah. All pride. right. All right. It was kind of a scattershot you know, episode. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But Max, that's it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegenerates.com. Make sure to download the Degens app for Android or iOS. Let us know anything but our picture picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen to it. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, please, 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 please take us home.
I, I feel I feel like I'm letting everybody down, but there's nothing out there. I can't give you a Panther parlay. There's like not jack shit out there. And you might even want to bet the Phoenix Suns because we had a uh, Milwaukee Buck kiss of death and our basketball KODs aren't the greatest. So uh, maybe take that with a little grain of salt. But you guys know the deal. We're hanging around on the website and the app. Click on the social degeneracy tab. Call us out by name. Use the little at symbols so that we know that you're singling us out. And uh, we'll be happy to respond. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.